everyone has their imperfections, I guess, about themselves and that kind of thing. So I wanted to kind of, with the brand, create like a community kind of thing where women feel good about themselves, no matter what you look like, no matter how you feel. Put on a pair of funky tights and, you know, make you feel good because that's definitely what it did to me. We're here to help you live the life you dream of. We're bringing together the girls who have dared to dream. We share the real stories of what it takes to dream big, regardless of the fear, uncertainty, or what everyone else may say around you, to help you create the life you dream of. Let's make your dreams a reality. Hey guys and welcome to episode 9 of the Girl Who Dared to Dream podcast and today we are interviewing Taylor Colborne. Now this girl ended up having two back operations and just found herself in a bit of a funk but actually what helped her get re-motivated is the activewear that she was wearing but she found some struggles with the activewear that she was finding and found a passion for business and she ended up quitting her studies to pursue her own clothing label, Born the Label. This girl has a great story, some great insights so let's get into it and let's get inspired so you can too take on the world and go after anything you want. I'm Taylor, I'm 25, I'm currently living in Brisbane and I'm the owner and designer of Born the Label. Awesome. And um, why did you start Born the Label? What sparked that interest and how long ago was it? Um, it's been a long story but it probably, it's been almost a year now but um, when I was 18 I had a back operation um, and it didn't really turn out. Um, then when I turned, I think it was 22, just after I was 22, I had another one. Um, and pretty much throughout that whole process I was doing rehab and that kind of thing and was living in activewear and it pretty much turned around and I was like, you know what, I'm going to put my study working in retail, put it together and kind of just happen, I guess. That's awesome. Yeah. And um, did you have fear when you were first like, I'm going to start a clothing label, were you like, was there fear? Or were you like scared or were you just like, I'm going to yeah, do this? Or? Yeah, definitely. It was always like this is what I want to do, this is what I was want to do and then it wasn't until my partner was like, okay, you, we're going to do it kind of thing. And if it wasn't him, I probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Honest. Yeah. So yeah. I was lucky. So he's a massive support yeah, for you. Definitely. Yeah. He pushes me. <laughs> I love that. You need a partner like that. And I think that if you have a partner that like brings you down, like it's not, not a great way to do life, but definitely. like one that supports you and pushes you, look where you're going now. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Keeps me in line. Absolutely. And um, with starting the clothing label, like, how did you go about like finding the material and the manufacturers and how did you go about that? Yeah, um, well, I've been lucky enough because I get everything manufactured in Bali. Yeah. Um, so I've got family over there, so I've been lucky enough to, you know, go back and forth and that kind of thing. But it was definitely a long haul and it took us a few times to like go to different manufacturers different fabric testing them and everything until we were like completely happy with what we got so and you just keep evolving and improving it every time now like pretty much you know get some feedback from clients or how do you go about testing and developing your product i'm usually testing myself yeah thing gym that kind of thing or yeah pass them on to other people let me know what they think that kind of thing yeah that's awesome and what sets your clothing label apart from the rest um i probably I don't really like to wear just plain black. I wear plain black tights every day to work. So I was kind of like, I want something bright and funky. So that's yeah. kind of. And they I definitely went. are. We're yeah. Wearing yes. them today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you're on the podcast, you can't see it, but if you're on the video, you can. Um, but yeah, I just wanted something different, something where people could put them on and they felt good. Because when I was going through all my rehab and that kind of thing, it was like, yeah, you put on a funky pair of tights, and that's what made me feel good and like 
when I was feeling pretty shit at that time, so. Yeah, and um, Born the label, like how did that name come about? Like is it Born like real life, like life or? Yeah, it was originally, my last name's Colborn, so oh, I get I'm it. kind of happy. Yeah, 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 I get it. Was it was my, um, when I was at TAFE, graduated, um, that was the line of my collection, so yeah. it kind of just stuck. Yeah, that's so, amazing. Yeah. And um, let's dive into some of your challenges now, because you know, it's been a journey for sure. Have you had ups and downs? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. like every day, every week, how often? Yeah, well, the biggest challenge probably was because I still work full time. Yeah. And then doing this as well at the same time. And the biggest thing I find is consistency. Yes. Is the one thing that I struggle with the most because it's so hard to, you know, put it into your daily routine kind of thing and keep on top of it because it's, it's like a baby. You feed it, it grows. If you don't, it cries. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> so it's constantly just trying to, yeah. And I love that, like that you've got your full-time job still and that you're doing this on the side because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't like my job, but I can't quit my job, but I have this passion or this thing I want to do, but how do I do it when I'm still working my full-time job? And Gary, do you watch Gary Vee, a lot of his stuff? Okay, he always (laughs) talks about your side hustle and it's it's exactly what you're doing. And so... How, how, like, what's some tips for people that are like, I have my full time job, but I want to start this business on the side? What are like three tips that you would have for those people? Three tips. Um, I do like to try and plan my week out. So yeah. when I come home, I definitely try and give myself that time to work on my business. So definitely time management is definitely a big thing. What about like energy management? Because if you like come home from a oh, long yeah. day at work and it's the last thing I want to do sometimes, but yeah. you know, you've got to do it. Like, yeah. sometimes you have no choice, you've got to just. Yeah, yeah, and I love the realness and vulnerability that you're showing because it's sometimes like that. Like yeah. you, you sometimes don't feel like it, or even with a training goal or any goal. Like even if you talk to the best athletes, there are times when they've got to just train every day, yeah. and then sometimes they don't want to get out of bed at four a.m. or whatever it is. I know I have to get out of bed at four a.m. every morning. There's some mornings I wake up and I'm like, can I press snooze? Can I call in <laughs> and tell one of the other girls, you know, I'm coming in later? Yeah. And I'm like, fuck that. Get out of bed. You've got a goal. You committed. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Absolutely. And have you put a time frame on when you want to go full time into your business or? Not really because I'm just see how, you know, it's just such a learning curve. So it's just kind of learning every day kind of thing. So yeah, there's so much to business. Yeah, hey. Did you expect that it'd be this complicated? Yeah. Um, obviously with your dreams for the future, what are some things like that, that you have dreams for the brand or for yourself? Like, um, I definitely would love to open a store yeah. um, one day, but at the moment, I'm just taking every day as it comes, I think. And yeah. Yeah, until it all eventually will probably fall into place. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And do you have any coaches or mentors or people you look up to that help you? Um, not really as such. Um, I, one of my managers when I was living in Perth, he, he was a big help. Like, yeah. um, he definitely pushed me in some good directions. But um, other than that, we're just... Just got to wing it sometimes, I yes. guess. I found always for myself, like having a coach or mentor, like someone that's done it before, oh, yeah. save me so much time yeah. and energy. Like success leaves clues. And if you can like just copy what they did because, you know, if someone else has done it, I can too. That's what I yeah. tell myself. If I can Absolutely. dream it, I can do it. If someone else has done it, of course I can too. Yeah. And I always found like with anything I've done, like finding a coach or a mentor has been like the number one thing that's yeah. helped me through tough times. So um, let's talk about like a, do you have a particular challenge that's happened over the last 12 months that 
it was probably one of your hardest. How did you go through it? What was the challenge? How did you go through it? Um, probably when we moved back from Perth to Brisbane. Yeah. Um, so obviously I launched my business in Perth, and so we kind of built a bit of a following and a community kind of there. So then moving back is trying to—it's like starting all over again, pretty much building new connections and that kind of thing. So. This is probably a big step doing this podcast today, trying to build relationships that's and good. that kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, that's good to get outside the yeah, comfort zone. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that's probably the biggest challenge. It's just like, um, yeah, building that following yeah. again. And building the networks and the yeah, community. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. Do you find building social media following like challenging? Yes. Yeah. What's, um, what have you found challenging? What have you found that's worked well? Um, again, consistency yeah. is the biggest thing. Um, and I probably just need to put myself out there a bit more. Yeah. Um, I'm a shy person, so um, yeah, I just need to, you know, step outside my comfort zone. And it's perfect that you put yourself in business then. Like, you can't shy away from no. things. You have to be so visible. No. You have to take risks and step outside your comfort zone. And um, I totally um, know how that feels, like being in business and and all the shit falls on you and yeah. you just got to be like, I can do it, I can do it, even when you're like freaking out inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, and I know one of the chicks I had on the podcast earlier, she was like, I'm a massive introvert and now I'm in business. And like yeah. outside, she looks like an extrovert. She's like, I'm an introvert. And I'm like, what? And um, yeah, it's cool. So how do you manage that fear of stepping outside your comfort zone? Because I know a lot of people struggle with it. A lot of people are fearful of that rejection or um, what if they're not good enough or what if they fail? So how do you deal with that? just kind of think to myself like I just not worry about what people think like yeah. I'm already doing something that they're not like yeah I'm already doing what I want to do having this business like that's already one step you know yeah I think like yeah it makes me feel like I am doing something good mm-hmm. and if that and if someone judges you it's always like their judgment upon themselves as well like yeah. people look at I've always found that when if people judge me they're looking at through their own filter but they're also judging themselves for that yeah so then you can kind of empathize with that person as well yeah that helps a lot um because I sometimes find like you know don't care what people think it's like sometimes easier said than done as well oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> you tell yourself consciously and inside you're like freaking out yeah yeah. Um, what are some other things that when you said you plan your week, how do you structure your week? How do you plan your goals? Um, do you like have a top five goals for the week, or what do you do? Yeah, I like to like because I'm definitely a list person. Like to write everything down, and then kind of from there work out what the most important thing yes, is. Yes, prioritize. Not what has to be done? Yeah, the most important thing. So I kind of work out that, and then go from there, and then plan so, it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And do you set like twelve month goals and targets or 10 year how do you plan like your big goals um at the moment i'm kind of going by monthly yeah um and then obviously there is a few little like goals six months goals but mostly um i like to plan the months yeah 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 definitely and then then set targets for the months and yeah. go from there and what yeah. you have to do each yeah. week and break it down yeah yeah we do the same it's like reverse engineering like yeah. hey, this is what i need and so i have to do break it down yeah. to today i love that definitely. and um like because what I love is you're like a young person in business just like going after your dreams even when it's scary even when it's hard even when you get asked to do a podcast and you're freaking out you work <laughs> um and what would what advice would you have for other people that are our age or younger and are like I want to do my passion I want to follow my dream but I'm not sure how and I'm scared what would you tell them just you just got to do it really that's what I did it kind of just took one day for my partner like I it was I always 
wanted to do it and I had all my designs, I had everything ready to go and he, he was pretty much just like, I booked flights while you were going. Yes. I was like, oh my God, like, this is <laughs> happening. So I think you just got to just do it. Yeah. Like, otherwise I know for a fact if, I, that, if that didn't happen, I'd still be doing the same thing and I would be so miserable. Yeah. Could you imagine Sorry. like 20 years in life still working yeah. your same job? And you still have this dream, but you didn't follow it. Yeah. That, that scares me. Like, I think about that. I'm like, regret. No way. I don't want yeah. that. And it's never going to be perfect at the start. Absolutely. Just, but you just got to... I love that you said that. Go for it. Um, there's a saying, yeah. perfection kills progress. Yeah. And that nothing's ever perfect. But no. yet it's perfect in that time for you to start. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is cool. And, um, and so have you ever felt like giving up, throwing in the towel and being like, it's too hard? And... Yeah. What, what if someone's like at that point also in their journey, how can you help them? Like, what advice would you give them? Um, well, yeah, there's definitely been times where I'm kind of like, am I, am I doing the right thing? Like, you know, you have days where why isn't people buying things or that kind of thing. But the moment that you stop, it's just when it's all going to come crashing down. So you just got to keep going. Yeah, keep going. You've done this for a reason, so you may as well just... Keep going. Keep going. What's yeah. the worst going to happen? Yeah. Really? Like, yeah. you're already there, so... Yeah, I fully agree. And even if you just take, like, the little the little 1% yeah. every day, because that adds up to 365% a year of improvements. Yeah. If you're just like, okay, what's 1% I can do better yeah. today? You and just got to work out, like, what your problem is and just go from there. Yeah, because if you have, like, a problem, say, like, okay, this ad, this Facebook ad isn't getting clicks or this yeah. product isn't selling, yeah. um, then you've got to find out why yeah. and then fix it. Yeah. You're like what a detective, hey? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So how do you, like, if you've got a real big challenge like that, so obviously you find the problem, how do you first find the problem and then what's your, like, strategy to try and fix it usually? Um, I like to read a lot of books and that kind of thing, definitely on, like, social media because that's where a lot of the business side is. Um, and yeah, just try and work out what's going to work. Try different things because yeah. not try everything's, fail, try fail. Yeah, not everything's going to work straight away. So it's pretty much just been trial and error. I love that. Until I find, you know, what does Test work. Test and measure, find what works. Yeah. And what books do you read and what would you like, what are your favourites? Oh, I don't really have any favourites. Our um, website uses Shopify. Yeah. So a lot of Shopify do a lot of good um, blogs and stuff through there. So yeah. I do read a lot of them. Um, I'm reading one at the moment, Little Roxy's um, Black Book. I know that one. Yeah, yes. I haven't read it yet though. Um, it's really good. It's good. Is it about social media? Um, a little bit. Kind of goes through like um, studying um, social media, PR, and that kind of thing. But yeah. it's really real, and it's an easy read. I think, and it yeah. can definitely relate to a lot. Of I love authors and business people that are real and vulnerable yeah. because you see so much on social media that's like entrepreneurial life the cars the holidays yeah. that and, and all the money and like that's what i thought it was going to be at the start 100%. yeah and i like it was it's like it's just like instagram for fitness like right when everyone's got their shiny abs and they look hot and they've taken that perfect picture with that perfect filter it's exactly like that in the business world when you've got those entrepreneurs behind the scenes who knows what's going on behind that instagram photo they yeah. could be just as broke as you just as miserable depressed um yeah. whatever but they never show that and I yeah. love the people that are real and vulnerable because business I'm still like I'm like I've been doing this uh, I've, had, I've had my gym since I was 17 I'm out 22 so five years yeah. I still get up at 5 a.m. and I work to 8 p.m. like I still work super yeah. hard Which and is good. I you mean, know people yeah. need to know that like yeah. it's not all like sunshine said. and rainbows yeah, <laughs> you <laughs> see the podcast and yeah. you see the Instagram photos and you see the cool videos but what goes on behind the scenes yeah. it's a lot of hard work like yeah. even just to get one pair of tights what work takes to go into that like how many hours a lot weeks 
months. Yes, like it took me, that was definitely probably 12 months of preparation before I even launched. Yeah. So, yeah. And people are like, why are you taking so long? It's like, it's not that easy. Yeah. Like, Especially when you've still got to work a full time yeah. job. Yeah. And, uh, but how much have you grown from doing this? Definitely a lot. Yeah. Definitely. How much did you learn about yourself? Um, yeah, I've learned a few things about myself. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, just, just a few. <laughs> so much. <laughs> um, but it's definitely turned out for the better. So yeah, me too. I know, like, so grateful I decided to jump headfirst into business. Yeah. Like, I didn't think about it. I was very naive. I was like, oh, it should be easy. Oh, I just opened up a gym. Four weeks. I decided four weeks later, I opened up a studio. That was my journey. Um, I was just like, oh, it can't be that hard. You know, like, painted the walls, put yeah. some equipment in there. And um, and I'm just glad I went headfirst in, like, two feet in, couldn't go back, quit my job. Yeah. And um, because, like... The growth, the personal growth you get from not relying on anyone else, having yeah. to take those risks because otherwise it costs you too much, all the time and money you've put into it, you, like it's a waste otherwise, you don't want to regret, you don't want to give up, so you've got to grow, you've got to learn, you've got to become better every single day, yeah. and so grateful, otherwise I could be just like, I don't know, like on drugs or something, like yeah. I, I don't know, but I, I'm like a very like addictive personality, like I have no idea where I'd be if I didn't have business, like yeah. so grateful every single day. And as much as it's like sometimes you want to kick it or cry or throw in the towel, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and um, it's definitely been a few moments like that. But they're the moments that then when you get out of them, you're like, look back and you're like, I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. And some of your hardest times, have they been also some of the times where you've learned the most and you've been most grateful for? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and I guess like... Um, what is your personal purpose? Like, have you articulated like what exactly those words are about your purpose or anything like that? Yeah, I pretty much. I want to kind of like. I've always. No, I haven't. Don't think would say struggle, but like, everyone has their imperfections, I guess, about themselves and that kind of thing. So I wanted to kind of with the brand create like a community kind of thing where women feel good about themselves, no matter what you look like, no matter how you feel. Put on a pair of funky tights and you know make you feel good because that's definitely what it did to me um but yeah i think that's probably the biggest thing yeah i love that <laughs> thank you so much for being on the podcast today i think there's some really valuable lessons in there about doing things even when you're scared um even when things get hard if you just keep putting one foot in front of the other and you keep improving every single day that your goal or your dream or your passion will happen yeah it's the day that you give up that you're going to go backwards but as hard as if you could just keep pursuing. I think of any big athlete as well. Like if you look at like the best of the best swimmer, Conor McGregor, they just kept training every day, even when it was hard, even when they couldn't quite see the medal or the goal, but then they got there, like, cause they just kept going. And that's what I think of sometimes like in my business, you just one foot yeah. in front of the other, one day, one week, it could be hard, but mate, like you're gonna be grateful when you stick it out yeah. for 10 years. Cause that's really what it takes to build a business. Yeah. Like you've got to think 10 years. Exactly. You can't think one year millionaire kind of like, yeah. There's no quick, rich, or overnight success kind of story. It's like yeah. every single day work hard. I love that. Right. Thank you so much. No worries, thank you for having me. Now you're inspired. Go take action. We're always here to support you on your journey, so reach out anytime. And please give this episode a share. Share it with all your other dreamer friends so they feel empowered to also relentlessly and ruthlessly go after what they want and create the life you dream of. Shh. <laughs>